Welcome to The Randy Report. I'm Randy Slavacek, your host. I'm also the writer and editor of TheRandyReport.com, where you can find me every single day on the internet reporting on the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. In this week's headlines, Mayor Pete Buttigieg did an interview with the country music radio show, but the radio network refused to air the interview. Pop star Ricky Martin has joined hundreds of thousands of Puerto Ricans in protests calling for the resignation of the island territory's governor. Organizers of the upcoming Straight Pride Parade got more cease and desist letters after illegally insinuating major corporations were sponsors. Oscar-winning queer-themed film Moonlight was named the best film of the 2010 decade. All that and more in this episode of The Randy Report. Blair Garner, whose syndicated country music radio show is heard in nearly 200 cities, was recently contacted by the presidential campaign of Mayor Pete Buttigieg requesting an interview. Garner openly admits he was stunned by the request, considering his radio show isn't political, and most country music fans tend to be on the conservative end of the political spectrum. But the veteran radio host says he was extremely flattered by the approach, saying one of the few truly viable candidates in the race raised his hand and asked for a place at the table. I was willing to give him that seat. Garner shares via social media that his only condition was that the Buttigieg campaign, quote, value and appreciate our listeners and never treat them as pawns. You've got to give it to Mayor Pete. He is not leaving a single vote on the floor. But after recording the 20-minute chat, Garner was told by his bosses at Cumulus Media that he couldn't share the interview on air. The National Radio Hall of Famer said, I was proud of it, but in the end, I was told I couldn't air it. Cumulus issued a statement explaining their decision was based on, quote, the large number of political candidates currently running and the FCC's equal time rule which requires media companies to provide equal airtime to all candidates. Garner says he would gladly welcome other serious candidates as a guest, but nobody else reached out. Garner did ask for and received permission to post the interview on his SoundCloud account. I'll have a link to the chat between Blair Garner and Mayor Pete in the show notes. For over a week, protests against Puerto Rican Governor Ricardo Rossello have continued with an estimated 500,000 residents of the U.S. territory coming together to demand Rossello's resignation. The New York Times reports that hundreds of thousands of people swept into the capital of Puerto Rico on Monday, shutting down a major highway and paralyzing much of the city. After years of mounting frustrations due to recession and austerity measures, plus a slow-moving recovery after Hurricane Maria, it appears the island territory was a powder keg waiting to ignite. The news of hundreds of mocking homophobic and sexist text messages between Rossello and his advisors that were leaked last week, appearing as a kind of bro culture, looks to have been the tipping point. Buses full of protesters streamed into San Juan, the territory's capital, as well as planes arriving from the mainland. 
international pop star Ricky Martin, who was the target of some of the homophobic text messages, has been on the ground in San Juan helping to lead the protests. In a video he posted to Instagram, Martin said he was tired of the cynicism. They put down women, they put down the LGBT community, people with disabilities. It is insane. We are tired. We can't take it anymore. Take a listen. We're tired of the cynicism. They put down women. They put down the LGBT community. People with disabilities. Corruption. It is insane. We are tired. We can't take it anymore. I do live in America, but I have to come to Puerto Rico to let the world know that we will make a change. When Puerto Ricans get together and we do it in orderly, we can make amazing things happen. And that's why we're here today. He's going to listen to us. We just can't take it anymore. Puerto Rico has suffered enough, and it's, it's pretty much barbaric what he's doing. We're tired, and we're angry. The leaked messages between Rossello and administration officials included Rossello using the word faggot repeatedly to refer to political rivals. Officials also used other well-known gay slurs I can't use here. Some of the messages targeted Martin himself at one point, as I mentioned earlier. Puerto Rico's chief financial officer, Christian Sobrino, wrote that Ricky Martin is gay because he's sexist. Quote, nothing says patriarchal oppression like Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin is such a male chauvinist that he has sex with men because women don't measure up. Pure patriarchy. In a separate discussion about San Juan's Mayor Carmen Cruz, the governor wrote, You'd be doing me a big favor when one of his associates said he wanted to shoot up the mayor. Sabrino and other officials have since resigned after the emails were leaked, but Rossello has refused to resign. He says he won't run for re-election next year and he will step down as the leader of his party, but he will remain in office. Martin has since tweeted in Spanish that Rossello has to resign, and he asks him to do it as an act of true generosity, value, and love for Puerto Rico, and give your position to another person with the wisdom and leadership to guide our future as a people. As I reported last week, organizers of the so-called Straight Pride Parade scheduled for August 31st in Boston got all kinds of hurt after receiving a cease and desist letter from streaming giant Netflix informing them to remove their logo from the organizer's website as a prospective sponsor. Operating under the name Super Happy Fun America, the organizers included Netflix along with dozens of other major corporations on their website. But the streaming giant pinned a letter saying they were unafraid of bullies and added, Our legal department is here, it's queer, and it's telling you to steer clear. Since then, other major corporations have called the straight pride folks out. Bank of America has reached out, informing Super Happy Fun America to, quote, remove Bank of America's name and logo from all of your organization's print and online materials. Then, travel website TripAdvisor got wind of the homophobes using their logo, and they weren't having it either. TripAdvisor's legal team got sassy, weaving in the titles of several LGBTQ anthem song titles. Here's just a sample. I am writing on behalf of TripAdvisor LLC concerning Super Fun Happy's 
unauthorized use of TripAdvisor's logo as displayed on your website. I'm coming out and saying this clearly. You are infringing upon TripAdvisor's intellectual property rights. Further, your statement that you are in negotiations with TripAdvisor as a potential sponsor is completely false. To be precise, your use of the TripAdvisor trademark and our beautiful logo infringes TripAdvisor's trademark and trade name rights. TripAdvisor's trademarks are protected in many countries around the world and over the rainbow. We've become a well-known brand for our reviews of hotels, restaurants, experiences, and even the occasional YMCA. But we weren't born this way. We obtained that recognition through significant advertising and promotion since 2000. We have not authorized you to use our name or logo in any way. You need to calm down. You are not sponsored by, associated, or affiliated with TripAdvisor in any way, and thus, your use of our marks could confuse the public as to an affiliation with TripAdvisor. These inaccurate statements, which I trust do not show your true colors, infringe on TripAdvisor's rights under the Lanham Act and impinge upon our freedom to decide with what organizations we want to associate our brand. Have a little respect and remove those statements. TripAdvisor and I will survive without being associated with your event. There's nothing vogue or acceptable about making false claims about others merely to support your own cause. If I could turn back time, I would tell you not to use our name in the first place. You make me feel mighty real disappointment that you thought this might be an acceptable way to do business. The travel website also tweeted TripAdvisor is a proud and inclusive workplace. Our lawyers are definitely the most creative defenders of diversity. The tweet also tagged gay divas whose song titles they used, like Madonna, Lady Gaga, Diana Ross, Cher, Cyndi Lauper, and Gloria Gaynor. IndieWire, one of the top sites for Hollywood and movie news, has ranked its top 100 films of the 2010 decade, and queer-themed Moonlight, Academy Award winner in 2017 for Best Picture, topped the list for its, quote, sprawling look at romantic desire and the emotional hardships of the African-American experience folds its fixations into profound creative tapestry. IndieWire's Eric Cohn writes, rich with evocative images and tender exchanges, the filmmaker's treatment of Terrell Alvin McCraney's play in Moonlight, Black Boys Look Blue displays the rare capacity to make grand statements with small gestures. The movie explores the plight of a young black man across three eras, searching for his place in the world while struggling with his sexual identity under the burdens of class and a broken family. But much of that arc unfolds through sequences that defy the boundaries of a traditional plot. Instead, the story's power comes from the gaps between words and an ongoing battle to find the right ones. It's an astonishing mood piece about the nature of being marginalized on many levels at once." End quote. Three more LGBTQ-themed films made the top 100. Pariah was ranked number 70. Call Me By Your Name was number 18, and Carol landed in the top 10 at number 7. 
I'll have a link to the full list in the show notes. Newly out rapper Lil Nas X has now tied the record for the most weeks, 16, at the top of the Billboard Hot 100 chart with his smash hit, Old Town Road. The other record holders are Mariah Carey and Boys to Men's One Sweet Day and Louis Fonsi, Daddy Yankee, and Justin Bieber's smash hit, Despacito. The 20-year-old also scored eight MTV Music Award nominations today, including Song of the Year, Video of the Year, Best Collaboration, Best Hip Hop, Best Direction, Best Editing, Best Art Direction, and Best New Artist. Also in the mix for Moonman Statues is Openly Bisexual Halsey for Artist of the Year and Video for Good. And LGBTQ ally Taylor Swift received 10 nominations, many for her new pride anthem, You Need to Calm Down. The 2019 MTV Video Music Awards will air on MTV on Monday, August 26, at 9 p.m. And that brings me to the end of this episode of The Randy Report. If you enjoy catching up on LGBTQ news in a quick podcast, I'd appreciate it if you wouldn't mind sharing The Randy Report with your friends. I like to think of this podcast as the 60 minutes of gay news, only shorter. And remember, you can find me every single day on the internet at therandyreport.com, where I cover the daily news cycle regarding politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. Thanks for listening, folks. See you next time. 